This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. You know, we all hope to leave a mark someday with our work, don't we? That we will be remembered. Not all of us will be. At least not like our next guest, that's for sure. Brad Jalbert is a rose hybridizer and a rose expert. His company, Select Roses in Langley, is known all over the world for creating the most beautiful specimens to celebrate all different occasions. For instance, he recently created a rose to celebrate the divine Miss M, Bette Midler, and her work as the founder of the New York Restoration Society. He's written books on roses. He's known internationally for his expertise. So now this superstar horticulturist is joining us in studio to talk about roses and more. Hi, Brad. Hello. How are uh, you today? I am so happy to be talking to you because I love this topic. How did you get into it? Uh, it was. I always tell people it was a hobby that went wild. I loved roses when I was young. I was an introverted, uh, quiet child. Mom and dad will disagree, but I was. And <laughs> so everybody in our family gardened, and I, I loved growing roses and beautiful things. And that, it, and that really was it. Um, and I learned more about it, and I wanted to perfect my skills. So I read more books. There was no internet back then. Uh, that ages me. And, <laughs> and you had to talk and engage and meet people and learn more about the craft. And that's that's how it all started. And you went back to school so you could yep. be a horticulturist? Yeah. I studied at the uh, University of Fraser Valley. They call it now. I'm a top 40 alumni of that group. Of course and you are. <laughs> it, was a lo- it was a lot of fun. And immediately out of that, I started the Rose Nursery and I started breeding, creating roses right away. And usually people get into that in their senior years, but I knew right away, I like to create my own. How do you do that? How do you create uh, your you, own new, you, brand new roses? Okay, it's really quite easy. Basically, a rose can... Yeah, no, but if, anybody can do a painting, but is it any good? So it's the same thing with roses. Okay. I choose who's going to be the boy who's going to be the girl and I arrange the date and and so what happens after that is and then they nature nature the seed is born and then we start selecting who's the best of the best I see. What is the process like? How do you start? How do we start? We, we take who's going to be the female flower and we strip off the male parts so that it can't pollinate itself. And then we collect. In, in the case of Bette Midler's rose, it was Sunny Sky was going to be the girl. So her boyfriend was Pope John Paul II. So we had to go and collect the boy parts of Pope John Paul II and make him do his little thing in a cup. And I collected his pollen. <laughs> he was hard to work with. <laughs> Brad's laughing at my face because I'm going, this is not how I pictured this going. This yeah, that, is- that's what happened on stage too with Bette. Um, and, and the Pope met Sunny Sky and little babies were born. And so we, out of those, maybe 100 germinated and we narrowed it down over the years to the best of that, that seed lot. Right. So that brings up the question, how long does it take then to create an entirely new rose? The first process, you do the cross in the summer, the next year it germinates and it blooms as a baby plant. And from then on, it's testing. So what we do, we want to develop a type of rose that's tough and strong that anybody can right. grow. So we plant them out in our field where we test them five to seven years. They're not sprayed with pesticide. They're barely fed. We water them maybe in severe drought. So you throw the toughest conditions toughest possible. Toughest conditions. And we want it to look the worst in our backyard. So in your garden, it looks the best. 
And that's the difference between our breeding program and that's what's put them in demand with a lot of other people. Basically, I torture them. But your and, roses are known all over the world and very popular because I had asked you when you came in, you know, I love roses, but what do you do about aphids? Because I always had that problem when I grew yeah, roses. And you yeah, were like, sure. your problem is the type of rose that you're planting. Yeah, really it is. And some of them are just more resistant to it. Aphids can go on any, any plant. Um, so first of all, I tell people, if they're just a few, turn a blind eye to it. Who cares? We don't want to overspray with pesticides. If, if it's in a pot and you have no beneficial plants around, it's it's natural that the aphids will go to whatever is alive there, right. whether it's a weed or it's a rose. They happen to love beautiful things, so they go to roses. You can squeeze them off or use a little soapy right. water. But if you have a plant that's naturally resistant, and that's what we select for, it solves three quarters of the problems. So we, we work now with Stanley Park, Queen Elizabeth, the Government House, all, all of those people. And then we've replaced those old roses with easy to grow ones because they don't spray anymore. And the difference is night and day, night Amazing. and day. How do you get your inspiration? Like, do you look at colors and you think, oh, I want this rose? How do you- I, it comes from within. I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I, always, I always say I live to inspire and be inspired. I will, the, the t-shirt you're wearing, I think, mm, I got a braid of rose that color. It's pink, like a, a very hot, bright pink. Hot, bright pink. I'll be walking along and I'll see something and I'll think, oh, I'd love to braid a rose that color. It just comes to me, whatever, in my quiet time. What makes a great rose? To you, what makes a perfect rose? It, well, I don't believe there's perfection in nature. The only thing perfect in this world is my mother. And Aww, other than you're that, so sweet. <laughs> oh, she's listening. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's thinking, why isn't he home at work? Um, you know, the what makes a perfect rose, I think it's fragrance. Everybody wants that. The, yes. pu- the public wants something that they don't have to fuss with that's easy to grow. Um, they, they, they don't mind watering it once in a while. We do that to everything. But they don't want to have to cover it in pesticides right. and, and work with it all the time. And they're not picky on the form as long as it's... A, a pretty shape of a flower and a pretty color. Yeah. And I think that's perfect. So to me, the perfect rose is something that pleases the general public. And it blooms they, a lot. It blooms a lot. All summer. All, everything yeah. that we breed now blooms from here, May, till November. What? So that's a little, yeah, May till November. You could cut roses on a balcony in Vancouver. I've had friends that said, Brad, it's late in November, early December. It protected spot. I look at the rose bloom I just cut. And this is, this is in December. And then they will have blooms maybe late April in an early year or in, or in May. There's no other plant that does that. What's your favorite color for a rose? Um, you know, we, we talked a little bit about this before. I, I love white. I love a big bouquet of white. I love the creamy colors. Um, the corals, though, I love too because the they glow in the evening. I and love that white, ivory, yellow yeah, coral. Right, right in through that there. Spectrum, yes. And um, also a color punch of putting something purple in there I like. Oh, yes. Um, there's no true, true blue in a rose, but you can put some purple in there. I love that. A plain red rose, it's kind of boring, but if you have a landscape rose, if the city thinks, you know, we need to brighten up an area and we just want something bulletproof, sure, red would look great there, but. Not, not creative not, enough for you, no, right? Not, not creative enough for me. Is no. there a dream out there that you still have, something that you haven't quite been able to get? The rose for my mother. And she is tough. I keep presenting her with one. She goes, you can do better. You can do better. What? So mom is 81 now. Her name is Lori. What does she want? Everything perfection. She wants lavender, mauve. That was her wedding colors. It has to be fragrant and it has to be healthy. And that does not exist anywhere in the rose world. Most lavender roses are unhealthy. They have ones now that are healthy, but they're not fragrant she wants fragrance she wants everything <laughs> I, I sensed a little bit of frustration there when you said yes. it that last little bit. I've shown her some that are extraordinary, and not good she enough. said, not good enough. You can do better. And yet you're doing this for her for free because it's your mother. You get paid a lot of money for your services. Yes, I do. I, I, and it's going up all the time. Uh, be, 
But I, I'm not motivated. Money doesn't motivate me. Well, I'm, don't tell I, people I, that. I, well, nobody. I get a kick out of it. It's fun. It, but, it is getting more fun 30 years later than the day I started. It is getting that, more well, that's fun. That's obviously why yeah. you are so good at it. Uh, the Bette Midler Rose, the mm-hmm. Divine Miss M, that was a beautiful, creamy, white yeah, yeah. rose. Very unusual shape. Huge rose. And they say it looks like there's a big dollop of whipped cream on it. It does. And she rejected the first rose they offered her. And it was from the biggest breeding firm in the entire world. And she rejected it. And then she saw, fo- they contacted me. And I, I thought, mm, okay, this is what I think she'll like. I sent that in and... Apparently, she just loved it, and she saw the rose there, got to meet her. Really nice lady, very genuine. All because yeah. of roses. All because of so roses. So you're meeting celebrities, you're being flown all yeah. over the world. Yes. All we, because you make spectacular roses. Yeah, yeah. When in first class, we almost, well, we didn't almost crash. The plane ran out of gas, so we, uh, after, well, after circling LaGuardia, yeah. That's scary stuff. It was a lot stuff. of fun, but um, New York was great. I loved it. You told me that you've got a rose that's coming out soon. Yes. That is just going to be a superstar. A superstar. Next year is our 30th anniversary in business, and my rose agent, other growers have said this is the best. So you have a rose agent? Yes, he's in the UK, Dylan, <laughs> okay. Dylan Reese, and okay. he, he knows everybody in the rose world. So what he does is go goes to the different growers and says, look, I'm representing Brad, and these are his new roses. And you're going to try them, and because um, you don't do. grow them, you don't breed them, you grow I, them. I breed and them. Then you and we send... have a retail nursery, and then we send out to the field growers. They're the photocopy machine. Right. I, I want to create, and somebody else can photocopy it. Um, and uh, so the, this rose is a beautiful golden color, but it has a little bit of scarlet on the edges. Sometimes a little more apricot and coral. It changes through the season, and we've tested it for years, and it's never shown any kind of disease. Blooms constantly. Has a frilly little edge to it. Uh, I'm known for ruffly blooms and different shaped flowers. So next year that'll be out, and that's called Glowing Inspiration. So look mine. for Glowing Inspiration yes. next year. Yeah, either at our nursery or through a mail order nursery in in Canada if you're some somewhere at a distance from here. That's amazing. How do you pick the right rose for the area that you live in? Um, talk to somebody knowledgeable. So go to the, there's, we have great garden centers in the lower mainland. They're fantastic. And I'm sure there's some in Vancouver and just find out, look, what do you have that's growing well here that people come back and, and say are doing well. And I can throw one name out there. Everybody knows Julia Child, the famous chef. Fantastic rose. It's in all the parks. It's everywhere and it does well. Is Julia Child rose? Oh yeah, Julia Child rose. It's a yellow fragrant rose. We use it in breeding and I've never heard anybody say anything bad about it. We, for our 25th year, we did a rose called Our Anniversary. It's great. And the next year is the Glowing Inspiration Rose. But there's a lot of really good ones. But the unfortunate thing is when we go to the average garden center, a lot of times we see the famous old ones that we know, the Peace Rose. And they're actually, on the scale of one to four of resistance to disease, they're a one. What we're breeding now is a three and four resistance. So that's completely different. So don't pick different. one of those old-fashioned roses. No, don't pick, pick If newer. you want one for, um, you know, to remember grandmother, sure, plant one or come and, come and see me and spend ten or 20000 and you can have your own rose for her. You meant her. dollars. Yeah, that's how much it costs to hire Brad. <laughs> uh, uh, now, what is your absolute favorite rose? Oh, people ask that. Uh, the one that's in the trunk going home with somebody. But I have a few favorites, <laughs> and the, there's one called Rosemary Harkness. It's very rare, and it's in the 
corally shades with peach and a little pink on the outside. Uh, I got it many years ago from England. It's hard to find. We, we bring a few plants in every year. And it has a strong citrus-like fragrance. There's oh. nothing like it. Nothing in the world smells like it. And I, w- I would say that's my ultimate favorite rose. I would say, from what I've learned from Brad, when you're going to your nursery, make sure you ask for Brad Jalbert's roses or like from select roses sure. uh, out there, because yep. otherwise people are just they're going to stock the same old, same old, and you're they, not going to get that variety. They are, or ask ask for what is healthy. Okay, yep. that make good good advice, Brad. You come back and see us sometime. Okay, I will. thanks for having me. Would love to have you. That is Brad Jalbert from Select Roses in Langley. You can look them up online.